Hey, what's up, Columbus? Welcome back to Columbus Cast. I'm Julia. And I'm Laura. And we're back after a little spring break. Oh, yeah. I guess you could call it that. You could call it that. We just had some clashing schedules and some uh, mental health days. You know how it goes. Yeah, we're getting towards the end of the pandemic and the burnout is feeling very, very real. Yeah, I I have lots of feelings about that. Like this whole like end of the pandemic thing. Yeah, I was talking to... To borrow a reference from like pop culture, I feel like we're all that boat that's in the Suez Canal. It's like a little bit stuck, you know? Yeah. Like we're trying to get out of the pandemic or the Suez Canal because we're like backing up a little bit. Mm-hmm a few friends to come and dig us out i don't know i know i was talking to a couple of my friends and it's just like yeah for some reason even though the light is there like i just got the vaccine like it's feeling like things are getting better it because of that it feels like so much worse and you get so much more impatient i had literally had a mental breakdown about this yesterday i was like i'm stuck like i i got the vaccine too little while ago and like i'm feeling good well not from the vaccine i feel bad from the vaccine but I felt like good, you know, like there's more hope, but I'm like, okay, but nothing's happening still. So like what's happening? Yeah. I think I go through like phases, like there's phases where I'm like, okay, cool. Everyone's getting the vaccine. And then I'll hear about like people who are still doing stupid things. And I'm like, we're never yeah, like, you see like the news and you see like what Miami is doing. And you're yeah. Like, what? No, uh, no, that's not happening. Anyway, um, aside from getting the vaccine, Julia, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. Um, I, Went and I tried Sushi 10 on Sunday night, which is my new favorite sushi restaurant in Columbus. It's off of Henderson Rose Road. Rose. It's off of Henderson Rose. And why do I keep saying Rose? You can't say Road. It's off of Henderson in the little Japanese market area that has like a ton of different Japanese restaurants and a little market. It's super cool. It sounds familiar. It's next to the um, ramen noodle place too. Yeah, it's really, really good. And the sushi is like big. Like we had leftover sushi, which is unheard of. Like I never, I could eat endless amounts of sushi, I think. Is there a long line? Because last time that I went, the line was like so long. And I was like, I, I can't. No, we ordered it um, for pickup. So it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, and then on Saturday night, I went into the short north because it was like beautiful out. We went out to dinner and just tried to go to a happy hour. And it was so crowded. And in one regard, it was nice because it felt like things were getting back to normal. And I was like, wow, yeah. this is great. But also it made me realize like my tolerance is so low for people. Like yes. so low. Anxiety is so real. And I'm having this like internal battle because like I'm an extrovert. But at the same time, um, I feel like from living and being alone for the past 365 days, um, I now have like severe social anxiety. So. Oh yeah, it's it's there was a cheer competition going on at the convention yes. center, oh so there's all these preteen girls yes. wandering around, which like, you know, if you, yeah. if you're a preteen girl listening to this, I don't know how you found us, but like, I'm sorry, you're annoying. I was annoying at that age. You're annoying now, like. You're the bane of my existence, especially when you're around in large groups. Like, this is too funny. I um, I was uh, I went to Easton, the Easton Mall on Saturday. I don't remember why. Something remember to why. do. Yeah, like someone had a gift card. So we wanted to go walk around. 
and um all there were all the teenage like the tween girls there too and i was like what is happening like tiktok in real life right now yeah nathan was like no no it's like the cheer competition um and i also while i was in easton i got to see the new um exhibit i don't know if it's necessarily new because it was celebrating black history month but also women's history month so like february and march um and i posted about it on our instagram so if you're not following us go follow us at cbuscast on instagram super in- interesting um art installation and it's like educational and it's celebratory so i was really hyped to see that is that the one in the old forever 21 so it's like all over the inside mall so it's part of it is like in forever 21 that's more i don't know if it's like related that was more like martin luther king jr and like other black historical um liberation figures but the one specifically was about like empowered black women and there were four local columbus artists that were selected to do art of four other influential women who have um influenced the history of columbus in the past 100 years so it was just like really cool kind of meta but like very like girl power Mm -hmm. (laughs) so also this weekend i um Wanted to get pizza, but I didn't want to just, like, go to my usual spots. And there's so many different pizza places in Columbus. So we decided to try out Borgata. And it's actually right down the road from my house. It's off of um, Dublin Granville. And they have the best, arguably, New York-style pizza in Columbus. Really? Yeah, that I've had thus far. I mean, the only thing close to it is Mikey's. Like, it's the only other place that I'm aware of. And there's probably others that I'm not aware of. What do you, where does Polly G's in your ranking? I love Polly G's, but to be honest, I don't think it's like New York style. It's, it's like restaurant style in my mind. Italian. Like, I think of there's like different. Yeah, there's like different styles of like yeah. New York style pizza in my mind as someone who's never lived in New York City but visited enough. There's like the slices that you'll get on the street and Polly G's is not that, but then there's right. the pizza you'll get in a restaurant. Right. And that's like Polly G's and Mikey's is like kind of more like the slice. Yeah. Having been to having, you know, been a resident of New York and also having been to like Italy, I kind of associate like Polly G's harvest, like that coal fire pizza crust, with the smaller, finer, crunchier, bubblier, like chewier with, like Italian style pizza ish. So. I had, I totally forgot I had pizza this weekend too. I had Ohio Valley pizza. I had De Carlo's, the one that's right near um, Zaftig, the new Zaftig in Italian Village. Oh. We tried that this weekend. And how was it? It was good. Like, I didn't know how, what to. How would you categorize that style of pizza? It's weird because it's like crunchy, but still doughy, oh. but not. It was like medium and the whole thing is like it's not cooked all the way so you put the cheese on it afterwards so like the cheese isn't melted which sounds weird but it was it was good. It was so much better than um the Dayton Pizza uh Marion's like I was afraid it'd be like Marion's which is not good but It honestly sounds like pizza pizza strips to me which is like an um a Rhode Island thing. Where it's just like the crust and the red sauce, but they just put cheese on it at the end. I don't know. That sounds yeah. Cool. I Well, I was talking to Kristen and I guess it was because their oven was so hot. It was like when they first started, it was burning the cheese. So they like adapted to the oven instead of like trying to make pizza the proper way. 
Well, and that's how you got it. A unique style. And I could talk about pizza forever, but should we get into this week's news? Yeah, let's do it. I'm super sad about this first one, and I'm curious to learn more. Um, Mission is closing their coffee annex for a while. They didn't give a date. They didn't really give a huge reason why. Um, I think they're focusing on developing their bagged coffee. And I'm hoping looking for a more permanent storefront because I think it is probably hard for them to... Um, compete with Fox in the Snow since they're right next door. Even though I think they have much better coffee, in my opinion. The draft latte is so good. I'm really bummed because my sister's coming into town this weekend. And I was so excited to take her to get a draft latte. But it's okay. We'll wait for their new opening. I have some suggestions in Grandview for them if they're looking. (laughs) Are you going to pay for their rent too? Grandview just seems... Well, you know, I'm made of money. So <laughs> we love to see it. Um, so their mission is closing their annex for a while, but the little kitchen um, I noticed was opening in a permanent location in North Market, Dublin. Yeah, which is they used to be in the OG North Market. Yeah, and everyone really loved it. And they have a plant based menu, which just like Columbus, just getting on that vegan train. Like, I feel like each week we're talking about something vegan. Totally. Um, and I think that Little Kitchen also... Oh, no, I'm thinking of Little Eater. Never mind. Is this a thing? Is that the same thing? I think they are. I think Little Eater and Little Kitchen are the same thing. I think Little Eater is either the catering or the um, food truck version. There was a location in um, Clintonville for a while, too. Yeah. Same trip of High Street that's next to, like, Jenny's and the Hot Chicken Takeover over there. Um and there's also like a Jersey Mike's and a bunch of other random stuff. Yeah, Little Eater and Little Kitchen are the same from what I can tell. Or they're yeah. blatantly copies of each other. <laughs> and if you know the real answer or you are an owner of this um, vegan place that's yummy, then let us know. Yeah. Vegetables. All right. Moving on to non-food based things. Um, it was announced that Jamie Dimon, the chairman and CEO of JP Morgan Chase and Co will be the 2021 commencement speaker for the Ohio State University, which seems fitting because, um, JP Morgan Chase is the second largest employer. They're one of the largest private employers in Columbus. Right. Yeah. I think that they employ like, I, I've heard anywhere from like fifteen to 20,000 folks in Columbus. That seems about right, considering their presence in Polaris. But yeah, that's, that's super huge. Yeah, it's super exciting because I feel like OSU hasn't had a awesome um, commencement speaker for a while. I mean, my commencement speaker was oh, Les Wex. Did last year? I don't... Well, last year was virtual, so right. she did like everybody's. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's um, I think I'm pretty sure. And mine was Les Wexner's wife. Ah. So, it's like I think the year before, two years before, was Obama. And then I got some old guy who has ties to Epstein's wife. Yeah. (laughs) Neato. Anyway, speaking of people whose names begin with J, in addition to Jamie Dimon, there is a new Jenny's ice cream flavor coming out i think it's on monday right oh, yeah yeah thursday april 8th which is a bummer because this is another thing i was thinking i could do with my sister um 
yeah, Jenny's is doing a Dolly Parton flavor. It's going to be strawberry pretzel pie. So it's going to be salty pretzel streusel and red strawberry sauce ribbon throughout the sweet and tangy ice cream, cream cheese ice cream. Sounds really good. Um, the proceeds go to Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, which is uh-huh. the book gifting program that gives books to kids, um, which is really neat. So they'll probably sell out. So if you want it, go get it on Thursday. Like leave on your lunch break to go do it because I tried to get the Joe Biden. Fl- yeah, I didn't get the Joe Biden flavor because did I. I tried to, but yeah, so did we. And they looked at us like we were dumb. I remember I called the scoop shop at like 1 p.m. And I'm like, can I have? And they're like, no. (laughs) No, we know what you're asking. (laughs) If you, yeah, they're like, no, it's gone. I'm like, okay. Um, If you want it, you should be in line before the scoop shops open. Like this is how hard it's going to go. They said the majority of the um, pints will be available online for online shipping because they want to make it fair to people who are like not near a Jenny's. Um... And they only made one batch. And if you don't follow Jenny's on Instagram, I mean, they're not a sponsor, but like, I'm just going to plug them. They have an awesome account. Also, if you don't follow Jenny Britton Bauer on Instagram and you're into like meditation and like crystals and intentions and she reads like all these different books and she's on like all these different committees with all these like badass women. So if you're looking for like a girl gang. Go follow Jenny's and Jenny Rittenbauer on Instagram. You will be inspired, I promise you. Anyway, uh, another collab that is happening is Buckeye Donuts is doing a collab with Hot Chicken Takeover. And so this will vary by um, different Hot Chicken Takeover locations. So like in Cleveland, they're going to do it with Brunettes at the Crocker Park location. And um, if they're in Columbus, they're going to use Buckeye Donuts in Tupelo Donuts. I am so excited for this. Oh, wait. Started last weekend. Yeah. I, I was about know. to say, I don't know if it's still going on because these might have been our notes from last week. So They were. Um, so I don't know either, but if you had it, let us know how it was. I know Nathan wanted to get it, but I don't know if he did or not. Um, but you could always do it yourself because Tupelo Donuts is around. And sometimes the... Um, Crimson Cup in Clintonville sells Tupelo Donuts on, like, Saturdays. So, just a plug for that. And then either you could walk right next to Hot Chicken Takeover right next door and get the the thing. Mm -hmm. And then this next thing I actually had in things to do this weekend. But, Laura, tell us about Land Grant's Easter beer. It's a collab, but um, Land Grant did release a a jelly bean-inspired IPA. And the article I was reading from 614 said, while beer-flavored jelly beans is nobody's idea of an Easter treat, a jelly bean-flavored beer is something we can get behind. And I that is so true. I, right. I'm i not a big jelly bean person. It has right. to be the um, Starburst, like jelly beans. Oh, like the other, so those are good. Um, other than that. They're like too hard. And, yeah. Could like, live without them. Jelly bean flavored beer. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Grant is getting real creative. I got to say, I feel like platform used to be like the king of like weird flavored collab beers. And now that they're canceled, um, land grant has been like going ham. I feel like they're Yeah. I know. And their patios, their beer garden is so nice. So definitely a good spot this weekend. If you need an Easter activity. Yes. 
And um, speaking of Jenny's that we were just talking about earlier, Jenny's and Land Grant have done a few different collabs now. Um, I'm sure you can go to either of their social media pages for some more details on that. I had one other thing just while we're talking about like news and food. There's this new uh, company called Good Vending that um, <clears throat> they're trying to rate. They have like vending machines that sell food, but they're raising money. So um, it's a cool idea. It kind of reminds me of the uh, parking meters in Easton that like it goes towards charity. Oh, I didn't um, know that. <laughs> yeah. All the money in the Easton Town Center. It says it on the back of it. It's like, you don't oh. put money in here, but if you do, it goes to charity. Oh, I've never parked in the meters because, you know, why would I park somewhere that looks like it? I need to pay? So I just always park in the Nordstrom parking lot. Yeah. But that's good to hear. It goes to charity, similar to these vending machines. So the company was founded in Bexley the past fall. Um, and there's a few different locations already. There's nearly 50 in the Columbus area. Um, there's one for ice cream and there's one for other snacks in the Bexley High School that's currently funding the arts um, school programs. There's another one supporting the Parks and Recreation Department of Worthington <clears throat> and Westerville. And their newest machine is located at High Point in the Columbus Commons. It's helping to end hunger in Columbus by donating pro proceeds to the Bishop Griffin Resource Center. That's awesome. A cool, feel good thing happening in Columbus. It's just another reason why I'm like, oh, Columbus is so cool. So, there's that. Neat. All right, should I make this one quick? Do it. I kind of just wanted to send a little note on politics because I feel like this is something we were talking about. Um, so, you know how we all voted last November and people are like, it matters. Well, the impacts are still going. So, today... Wednesday, March 31st, Mayor Ginther announced the nine people who will be the first members of the city's civilian review board, which um, was a initiative on the ballot this past November <clears throat> that we would create. Um, so then they're just following through on that. The nine members are Janet Jackson, who is 68. She's a former um, Columbus City attorney and Franklin County Municipal Court Judge, a retired CEO of the United, United Way of Central Ohio. Um, Chanel Jones is 37 of the Northeast side. Mark, I can't pronounce his last name, Fla Hardy is 57 from Reynoldsburg. William McIntosh, 56 of Berwick. Um, Rich Nathan is 65 of Westerville. Kyle Strickland, 30, of Short North, and Randall Sistrunk, 38, of um, Southeast Side. Nope, sorry, there's two more. Charles Tatum, 65, of Berwick, and then Mary Younger, 72, from Durham Village. Um, so they tried to pick, there were over 200 people that applied for these nine positions, and it's pretty interesting, nearly half of them identified as non-white. Some of the notable applicants were Adrian Hood, who's the mother of Henry Gray, who, as we all know, was killed by police um, in Columbus in 2016. <clears throat> and for former police chief Walter Distelwig um, also applied, I guess. And it doesn't, I, it doesn't really seem like very transparent how they picked these people. 
um, because it says like members of the community, but then the article went on to say, this is from Columbus Dispatch, by the way. It went on to say that the majority of the um, community members were just like members of Andrew Ginther's cabinet. Um, and there were two outside people. There are, out of the nine, there are three women and six men. Um, and I think they're from like all over. Some of them are from Columbus. Some of them are from like the outside suburbs. So two last things that are notable that I'll just touch on really quickly. Um, there are no ordinances that have been passed yet to determine how board members will be replaced or removed. And there are no procedures in place to determine how new members will be chosen at the end of the three-year term. Um, so they're kind of like in uncharted territory. I guess they just got to like make up the rules as they go along. Um, but this part is super important because it could set the precedent for like literally the next hundred years. I don't know. This is the first time we've had a community review board. Um, but the first thing they have to do, their first action item is to appoint an inspector general because that was like part of the ballot initiative. And what they're doing right now is literally like word for word following what was voted on the ballot. So that's what they have to do next. That's all. That It's good to see. Like, I'm not going to say that's awesome because I don't want that to bite me in the butt later when we find out oh <laughs> something's yeah. not awesome. But it's... It's neat to see uh, something you voted for actually come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel you. I feel like it's good to see that it's actually happening, obviously, and that our government, our local government is, like, doing its part. I feel like part of it is, like, CYA, like, Mayor Ginther is, like, trying to get back into the favor of people. Um it just doesn't i don't know it's hard cuz like like i said there are no predetermined like qualifications or rules like we didn't mm-hmm. for these people but they seem like a pretty good representation um aging from like ages what was it 32 to 72 something like that 30 to 72 um and they are really just going to focus on they're in um conversation right now or negotiation with the police um what's it called the union to figure out how much authority they'll have over the um like reprimanding of officers so it'll be interesting like it's something that we want to follow because this matters now more than ever Mm -hmm. so we'll see Anyway, uh, yeah, sports, but this is from like, well, I'm going to keep it really quick because we, we said we'd keep this quick and I don't need to get into this. Um, the freaking Buckeyes just lost in March Madness to a school that sounds like a generic toothpaste brand, Oral Roberts, like. What the heck are you? I'm laughing so hard at generic toothpaste. <laughs> like, I mean, you tell me. Have you ever heard of Oral Roberts? Like, freaking no, Oklahoma? Like, yes. no. Middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. Who even lives in Oklahoma? Dumb. So. Tell us how you really feel, Juliet. <laughs> this happened two weeks ago, and I'm still kind of salty. Whatever. OU did have a big win against UVA, though, and then lost to Creighton on Monday night. But always nice to see a top seed fallout since we also fell out 
And also being from Virginia, I have a lot of friends who are UVA friends who are texting me their condolences on Friday when Ohio State lost being like, yeah, but the next year we won the tournament and then they got knocked out. So that felt good. Um, crew is going to have fans. So we talked about how great the Columbus Crew Stadium sounds last episode. Yeah. And uh, they are putting in a place to have fans and have season tickets. I think the new stadium opens up in 90 days, if I remember wow. right. So really awesome. And the Blue Jackets were on a losing streak, but they beat Tampa Bay like a night or two ago. So sports. How do we get on the uh, PR list for like the first people that go to the crew game? Email them and be like, hi. Yo, Dr. Pete. Can we be on the list? I met you at Goody Boy in Short North after you were dropping your daughter off at college. Remember me? Columbus is just a small city. Okay, so because we still have 90 days before the Crew Stadium opens, here's some things that you can do this weekend in Columbus. Go ahead, Julia. Okay, so first thing to do is the Wonder Bus uh, like festival thing is coming back to Columbus in August, and they are going to the lineup is booked. So if you're interested in that, you can find the ticket information. 614 did a little article about it. Um, yeah, it's going to be in person. That's dope. So. If you're not ready to go back in person yet, the Susan G. Komen 5K for Breast Cancer Awareness will be yeah. virtual again this year, but still a really great cause. So you can probably just Google like Susan G. Komen Columbus to find out more information. I think it's in like May sometime. Yeah. And there was also an article, I think, on Columbus Navigator of 13 places to camp in central Ohio. If you're looking for a staycation. Yeah. I'm going to go camping in Holland, Michigan this summer. So oh, closest to Europe I might get this year. Holland. <laughs> um, oh, and there's also an adult Easter egg hunt in Delaware. And it's $10 at the Glen Rose Golf Club. There will be no kids. And you get to go and hunt for Easter eggs. There'll what be like Easter eggs? Like candy and prizes. And this just reminds me of back in the day, there was a bar at OSU that would do an Easter egg hunt. And it was really fun. Um, if you're also looking for fun this Friday, starting at 10 p.m., you can relive your childhood with a 90s throwback adult skate at Skate Zone 71. The three-hour party has a um, pretty strong playlist, including Mary J. Blige, Tupac, BC Boys, TLC, and Whitney Houston. The party is for those 18 and over. Admission is $10. And if you don't have your own cool skates like all those TikTokers... Skate rental is four fifty, and rollerblade rental is five fifty. So you can choose this Friday, or do you want to spend your ten dollars going to a cool skate party, or do you want to spend your ten dollars going to the Easter egg uh, hunt? Easter egg hunt, yeah. Um. Okay, and then last thing is Yelp is doing a virtual adventure challenge, which you should definitely check out. So Yelp Columbus, if you don't know, um, Yelp has different local people to mm-hmm. kind of curate some events and be ambassadors. So April 1st, they're going to kick off this challenge and there's going to just be different opportunities to compete in virtual events or check in at local restaurants or um, like partake in different perks. So you could win a staycation prize package, which includes a two-night stay at the Sonesta downtown, a build-your-own-switch kit from Switch Social, two meal passes to Lemon Shark Pokey, 
and a $50 gift card to Kitchen Social. So definitely check that out because there's a lot of good perks. Like I was just looking and there's like 20% off and free coffee and that sort of thing. So download the app and take advantage. I might do that. That sounds like a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I'm pumped. I think that's it though. Yeah, that is. Um, we had to like jam pack a lot of that in there because it was like two weeks worth of stuff. But tune in next week, Columbus, to hear more of the greatest stuff from the greatest podcast in all of Columbus, Ohio. Yes, greatest city in Ohio. No, the podcast. This is the best podcast in all of Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, about the greatest city in Ohio. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. Have a great day. Go Bucks. Uh, go Bucks. Bye. <laughs>